Hey, y'all. I bet you weren't expecting to see me again. Well, you know, after I got finished uh, recording the last episode, I just had some things that the Lord was really talking to me about. So this is not going to be a full episode. Surprise, it's a little bit of a bonus. So I want y'all to stick with me really quickly. I just wanted to say just a few things that I feel like is really important about this subject around rejection. So the first thing is for a number of reasons, there are people that are rejected, whether you are an unbeliever or a believer or somebody that's been in the faith for a long time, somebody that's new to the faith, it doesn't matter. Rejection can strike and probably affects everyone at some point in their life or is still affected people. I say that to say, even as believers, we deal with rejection from time to time, or there may be a spirit of rejection that has happened to us prior to Christ that we are really still trying to work through. I know for me, me too, right? There are some things that I just got done finishing talking to you guys about um, in my last episode about just rejection. And those things really are difficult. If you could see even in my body language, it's, it's difficult for me to talk about because it is something that I experienced. So I want to just make it clear that even as believers, even though there may be some people that may be talking to you from a place of um, healing or where they are no longer dealing with that to a, to a certain extent, there are many of us that are. So when you come to Christ, I don't want you thinking I'm saying, come to Christ. And because you come to Christ, all that will be gone. No, God can do anything can and will. Right. But there may be just some things that we have to deal with, wrestle with, work out. Um, some things you, you get over. Right. Um, and I believe other things you just get through. And rejection may just be something that is there um, as a part of your life to keep you closer to God. I know that I'm always constantly dealing with rejection and I have to pray to the Lord about that. Keep myself close. It also keeps me in community. People that know me and I trust, I come to them and I say, look, help me. I might be dealing with something here. Look at me. Help me fix myself so I can be right. I just want to be right, y'all. Um, a few other things I wanted to talk about um, is I think rejection can also be a form of bondage, right? And sometimes we've been, just been walking around in that bondage for so long that it feels like freedom. And so we think we're free. We don't think there's any issue because we have not dealt with the rejection that's there, but it shows up in other areas. And so while we walk around not addressing uh, rejection or unaddressed rejection, right? Unaddressed rejection. What's wrong with me? I can't talk. Okay. Unaddressed rejection. While we're walking around like that, um, we're still in bondage. And if we do not, or if we refuse, if we don't make the choice to get help for that or seek wisdom about that, we're going to constantly be walking around hurting people. Um, God gives us gifts in the earth that walk into our lives on two legs, right? And those are people that come into your life that really love you, that want to do the best they can for you. They want to be there for you. And if you operate in a spirit of rejection, you won't be able to receive that love. You will constantly push people away that are right for you, but be looking for acceptance from the people that are wrong for you. And the reason why is because rejection comes along with just distortion. We have distorted vision, distorted views, distorted lenses that we're seeing life through. And when we do that, when we meet somebody that may be good for us, we may see them wrongly. And so it causes us to not want to attach ourselves or be close to. <clears throat> but when we meet somebody who may be wrong for us because they're saying things we want to hear and we have itching ears because we carry that spirit of rejection on the inside of us. We may be like, oh, this is for me. This person is for me. All the while you are trampling underfoot the gift that God has given you and someone else that may be for you because you're hearing something you want to hear from someone that may not be. 
So we just have to be careful with uh, rejection. It is a big deal. And it does, I think, plague a lot of people. And people don't want to talk about it um, because sometimes they just don't know what to do about it. Some people find themselves dealing with rejection. They understand they're dealing with rejection, but they're having a difficult time walking through that season, walking it out or just getting over it. And I understand, man, I understand people in the kingdom, um, people outside of the kingdom. I understand, but don't allow the rejection to cause you to isolate. That's what it does. It makes you not want to be seen because you've been rejected for so long. You don't want people to see you. So you cover up yourself. You cover up your testimony. You don't want to be heard because if you think people don't see you, then they won't know what's going on. And if you're used to not being seen and you're used to being rejected, you have a fear of being rejected again. So there are things that you won't do. God will ask you to do something. You won't go. God will ask you to say something to someone you won't say. Because you're afraid because that's some of the fruit of rejection, being afraid of further rejection because rejection doesn't feel good. You guys, rejection hurts. It is a very real thing. It's really raw. And I just think in my last episode, I was talking about it and then I was talking about it towards the end. I always want to be respectful of people's time and I don't want to ramble and I want to get to the point. The point is you need Jesus, right? We need a savior. Lord have mercy. That's the point. Point is, we need a savior. However, we also need practical things that can help us. Um, yeah, there are there are a number of things that can help us through that rejection. Uh, there is a book called "Destroying the Spirit of Rejection," and I believe it is by Sarah Eckhart. And I'm, but I'm not a thousand percent sure. But I will put the link somewhere here. Look here. Over there, it'll be somewhere. It may just even be in my captions, but it is called Destroying the Spirit of Rejection. And it is a phenomenal read for anybody out there that may be just dealing with rejection. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that I wanted to say. More than anything, know that you are loved and you are cared for in the kingdom and by God. Okay. Find that acceptance in God first so that you begin to find acceptance within yourself, right? So you're not rejecting the one that matters, which is the Lord. And then if you learn to accept the Lord for who he is, understand who you are through Christ, then the people that God brings to you, right, you'll begin to be able to accept them as well. And little by little by little, those bricks and those walls of rejection begin to come down. See, the enemy don't want you to know this. He wants you to sit in your rejection. He wants you to wait until you get it right. Wait until I can deal with people to come to church to get back into the body of believers, to return yourself to Christ. And it simply just isn't true. I believe God has always been there. He's waiting for you to make the choice. You no longer want to deal with rejection anymore or any of the other things you may be dealing with. So allow community to be able to help you with that. Allow the Lord to be able to help you with that and just speak um, to your heart. Um, I'm praying for anyone on this line that has seen or dealt with or is experiencing rejection in a real way. Um, some seasons are better than others. You may deal with rejection in one season that seems so heavy. And in the next season, it may feel like it's not there as much. So you might think you've been delivered from that thing. And in another season, it's going to show up. And that's okay. May we have the tools to be able to fight that. And that's another thing. Deliverance, right, from rejection. Deliverance is an active word. It's something that has to be walked out as a journey. It's a process. Not everything goes right away. And I'm not saying that God can't do that, but there may be some things that God's trying to work out in you right? Through that rejection so that you see him as Lord, you see him as master and not someone else. That those people that you're going to and you're pulling on to get the things that you really should be going to God to, they may re be rejecting you and that may be divine. There may be a divine rejection, right? Sometimes rejection is okay. If we're getting the rejection from the wrong place, uh, all right. 
You know, Lord, close that door. Get rid of that person. Allow those things to pass me by. Right? And so I say all of that to say, stay prayed up. You know, uh, we're going to be honest. And if there's anything here that you guys want to uh, know more about or you just have some questions about regarding uh, rejection, write them below in the comments. I want to hear from you. I want to know some things that you may have dealt with with rejection or maybe even some things that have helped you to be able to get over the rejection that you've experienced in your life, how it's affected you, in what way it's affected you, and how you have combated that with the word of Christ, with the Lord, and even the body of believers. On that note, y'all, I'm your girl, your host. Alexis, Prodigal PK, and I'll see you guys next time. Again, this was just a bonus. I hope you enjoyed. Talk to you soon. Bye.